When the market speeds up, speed up your marketing. You know how it goes. When one property hits the market for sale, there's gonna be others that follow right behind it for one reason or another, a domino effect of for sale signs. The neighbors see it and think, oh, we should do that too, or maybe they got exposed to a friend doing it on social media, or it came up in conversation or casual dialogue. Something gave that homeowner the sense of, now's the right time. Circumstances perhaps beyond their own reasons, and they were influenced by the decisions of others around them. Now we know in the marketplace right now, listing inventory is scarce. So when you get a listing, here's the question. Are you leveraging it for everything it's worth? Are you marketing it in a way, online, offline, all over the place? Are you marketing in a way that attracts more listing opportunities? That is the game today. In today's video, we're gonna talk about marketing tactics and strategies to market a listing to get more listings. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana. I'm your host and I am ecstatic that you are here today learning about how to market a listing in a way that benefits the seller, but also benefits your community because it exposes the property to more prospective buyers, potentially creates multiple offer situation, raises values, and guess what? Attracts more listings for you and positions you as the listing agent of choice in your local marketplace. If you're new to the channel, it would mean the world to us. We would really be delighted if you would tap that big red subscribe button and there's a bell right next to it that if you enable that, it turns on alerts. So whenever videos just like this one get published, you're the first to know about it and therefore the first to act on the ideas, strategies, tactics herein in videos just like this, where today we talk about how to market your listings, how to leverage your listings. So without further ado, let's dive in. You've heard me say it time and again, there is no marketing medium on the planet quite like video, especially not in a relationship business like real estate, a no like trust business. Video is in the heartbeat, the center, because there's no better medium to convey who you are to know, like, and trust than video. So let's start with this. You should be leveraging video specifically for your listings. And I'm gonna even extend the rule here. Even if they're not your listings and you get the proper consent, it can still apply. More on that in just a moment here. I see two big mistakes. One, not using video at all. That's a mistake. Slide that off the table. The next biggest mistake I see is with listing videos is when an agent produces a listing video, but the agent is not in the video. It defeats the point. Here's what's important. The consumer seeing you in action, you want buyers and sellers alike, but in particular homeowners who could be sellers, seeing you touring properties, showing properties, selling properties, creating the association that when they think list their house, they think do so through you. Not being in your listing videos is a critical mistake because you fail to position yourself as a listing agent in the mind association of that seller, that prospective seller. Now, there are lots of different types of listing videos you could produce, beginning with your standard, let's call it a listing film. So a listing film is effectively an agent walking through the property and touring it on a professional level. You might think of a Tim Smith or a Brad McCallum. We can put links to those, those amazing content creators in the description of the video. But those are samples and examples of what it looks like to, on a professional level, tour a property in a listing film. Now, it doesn't have to be a full-blown listing film with a budget and a crew and all that kind of stuff per se. You can shoot it with your iPhone or even your Android, I, I guess. And you may wanna consider investing in something like a DJI Osmo, which is a gimbal or a stabilizer that holds your phone so it's a smoother shot and it's not all bouncy when you're walking through the property. Now, I made that comment before that maybe it's not even your listing, and here's where I double down on that point. So imagine you're out touring properties or previewing properties, and you reach out to a listing agent, 
about their property and say, hey, could I get the right consent to make a video about your property? We've talked about this on this show before, in fact. And they're like, sure. And perhaps you give them the credit and the caption, whatever y'all discuss as being the agreement, and you tour the property. Well, guess what? When that video gets posted and it's you touring the property, it's you showing the property with your little selfie stick, your selfie gimbal stabilizer. I call these a selfie gimbal tour. That's my phrasing for it. It's still the association of you doing what the consumer thinks you do, showing and selling real estate. It helps to position you as a listing agent, even if it's not your listing. Now, what happens if you're in the field and you tour a property, but you forget to put yourself in the video? You've got the selfie gimbal video only minus the selfie part, and it's just the gimbal tour of a property. Well, that's okay. You can still go back to your phone's camera roll where you saved that video and then use one of the green screen features in Instagram Reels or Facebook Reels or TikTok or YouTube Shorts. All those platforms have an effect called a green screen whereby it can remove you, the subject, from a background. In the background, you can upload your own media. Well, guess what? If you look at creators like Kyle DeBoer, and we'll link that up in the caption too, what he's doing is filming the properties when he's out in the field and then coming back to his phone later to edit in post and he does a quick green screen where he's on camera the whole time saying, hey, here's the kitchen, here's the bathroom, here's the living room. He's giving the tour and the voiceover narration while in the background is the actual tour video. So you have to imagine it's his face talking, but then the video behind his face talking, the background and the green screen is actually the tour of the property. Click the link in the description if you need to see the visual to imagine that. So don't overcomplicate it. It could be as simple as a live stream at an open house around a listing or a live stream for a coming soon listing, just making sure that you're compliant with all MLS rules in your local marketplace. It could be a video like an Instagram reel where you say, hey, here's what $400,000 gets you in downtown Indianapolis or something to that effect. Those videos perform super well. Or maybe you've got a sense of humor. So I'm thinking about somebody like a Shane Bergman down in Florida. He made a hilarious video where he had this epic listing and this listing had just this incredible library inside. It was a luxury property and this library inside of it with like mahogany or cherry wood shelves. It was glorious. And so Shane and his sense of humor thought, you know, what would be funny is if I did a voiceover reenactment video using the trending sound of Belle and the Beauty and Beast scene where Beast gives Belle the, the library and Beauty and the Beast and they act the whole thing out and it's funny. And then at the end when she said, oh, thank you so much. Is this really for me? And he said, absolutely. And then he named the price and it's just this comedic moment where everybody starts laughing, but it's an inventive way to use comedy to help sell properties, but also showcase you as a listing agent. Again, we can link up to Shane's video in the description too. The main point is to leverage video. There is no marketing medium on the planet that is effective like video is effective in terms of conveying a, a personal brand and know you, like you, trust you, agent of choice. There's nothing like video. And when you use video plus listings, whereby the consumer gets to see you in action, doing the thing they think you do, listing, showing, selling properties, it creates a magic association. It positions you as a listing agent of choice. You gotta leverage video. Next up, and this is kind of a no brainer, you've got to leverage social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. Now here's what happens far too often. You get busy, the market starts moving really, really fast. If it's a good property or a good listing, it effectively flies off the shelf and oh, there's no time to market it. Well, guess what? 
When the market speeds up, speed up your marketing. This is your moment. This is your shot. This is your listing. So leverage it. It aggravates me when I see an agent work their tails off to get a listing and then hurry their way through it, looking for the next listing, all the while ignoring what's under their nose is the listing. So use the listing to get more listings. So again, if the market speeds up, speed up your marketing. You've got to create a plan to market it. And by the way, it's not just helpful to you as the listing agent, it's helpful to your seller too. Expose that property to the largest pool of ready, willing, and able buyers. Summon the entire marketplace and you'll bring about better terms for that seller than if you hadn't. The marketing only benefits everybody, except for the buyer, because an agent who doesn't market a property well creates potentially an opportunity for a buyer to kind of sneak on in there and get a better deal than they would have had they been in a more competitive environment. Just saying. So leverage social media. That may mean just listed, just sold, under contract, those types of posts that we all see far too often on social media. Now, I know that sounds kind of like, Jason, are you really telling us to do just listed, just sold deal data types of posts? I am to a degree, however, I want you to spice them up a bit. And the best way to do that is to tell a story. Everybody knows great marketing tells a great story. Well, whose story? Not your story. Tell the case study story. Tell the how we did it story. Leverage that caption space to create a narrative that brings people into the storyline listing of that sale. Every sale has a story. Now, in terms of how these posts might be configured, they could be carousels, whereby you swipe through a series of images to see the property. Right now on Instagram, carousels are crushing it crushing it big time, even on an organic level, because folks are swiping through and they're spending longer on the post. They could be graphics-based posts where maybe it says just sold or just listed over top. However, unless you're going to inject some level of story, like the case study, for instance, be careful that you don't get lost in the sea of sameness, especially not on the organic level. If you post too much of this stuff in your feed on Instagram and it doesn't perform well organically, it could have a damaging effect on your other content because without going into too much tremendous detail, Every post is having an impact on the algorithm in terms of how it distributes your content. If enough people scroll past your content that gets displayed to them in their feeds and they don't interact with it on any level, they're effectively voting you off their island, voting you off their feed. And so engagement and interaction on your content does matter. Those carousels are far more likely to get good interaction. A case study or a how we did it, something that brings folks into the storyline is far better to get good interaction. So there's sort of a fine line to walk here right now. Yes, you should leverage social media to let everybody and their brother and sister know about just listed, just sold under contract. You want that deal data out there, but you have to craft the message in a way where folks are brought into the storyline. It creates social proof. It creates the association of you as a successful listing agent, thereby positioning you for future listing opportunities or recommendations. But you've got to bring people into the content whereby they're likely to engage or interact Otherwise, it could have a negative effect organically. Now, if this concerns you, you might consider putting some money behind it, pay to play. You might consider creating an ad inside of the Meta Ads Manager, which includes Facebook and Instagram advertising, plus LinkedIn ads, plus Pinterest ads, all the major advertising portals. They all offer this handy dandy feature whereby not only can you target a geographic area, now we are limited in North America to special ad categories, which is a 15 mile radius effectively. However, as an advertiser, you can also Go buy the list data. So for example, imagine buying all the data of all the homeowners uh, in a specific market area. You can use a tool like Remind or Property Radar or tools like that where you can download the data, the contact info of those folks 
So maybe the spreadsheet that you download has their address, their first name, their last name, uh, their phone number, their email address, things like that. And you can then take that spreadsheet and upload it into Meta Ads. And Meta Ads, for instance, will cross-reference that contact info with their population of users, their database of users, and make matches. It won't tell you the matches, but it will target those folks with your advertisements so you get the word out. My point to you is get the word out that everybody knows you're listing and selling properties. It creates association, it creates top of mind awareness, and it puts you on the consideration set of all those prospective seller opportunities. Get more listings with your listings. And a final note about social media, make sure to leverage the Facebook marketplace. It's Facebook's Craigslist. It's a buy-sell forum. It's a place to get some buyer exposure for the most part. However, we know that a certain percentage of buyers are also sellers, so I want the buyer leads too. Be sure you're leveraging Facebook Marketplace and also if there are relevant Facebook groups and you're not just littering just listed posts in those Facebook groups, leverage them also. Leverage social media, period. Hey, speaking of social media, if you're looking to step up your game, then check out my course, Cracking the Social Code. It talks about Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and it goes step-by-step -step in terms of how to dial in your profile settings, how to make content that moves the needle, and how to ultimately leverage these platforms to generate business. It's all video, all me. I put my phone up on the screen, I put my computer up on the screen, and I walk you through step-by-step -step to level up your social media game. If you're interested in that for yourself or maybe for your marketing admin, then click the link in the description to learn more. Now, we could hardly talk about marketing if we didn't talk about postage. Postcards, door hangers, mailers galore, newsletters printed, all of it. It's super effective because you can send it to the neighbors around your listings or in your geographic farm or to your sphere of influence contacts or to anybody you believe needs to see you as a listing agent. It's all about that association game. Position yourself as the listing agent of choice and win that mind share so that when their time comes to potentially list or make a recommendation, they're gonna think of you as that listing agent. Now you may have some budgetary limitations just in terms of the cost prohibitive nature of mailers postcards, door hangers, and so forth. Notwithstanding, it would be my recommendation that you send out the mailers more than once, especially to the neighbors. So imagine you have a listing in a specific neighborhood. How effective, how memorable would it be if the neighbors got a postcard or a piece of mail when the property was just listed? and then again when it was under contract, and then again when it sold. In marketing, frequency really matters because it's easy to ignore marketing messages. And so if you are gonna be cold marketing to the neighbors around a listing, maybe in an area that maybe you don't farm it regularly, maybe it's cold in the sense that you're not already warming it up with other marketing, then if you just send out one just sold card, that's gonna be significantly less effective than if you had sent out active pending closed. In other words, at every change of status, maybe you send out a just listed, under contract, and just sold postcard because that's gonna have a way higher chance of getting you remembered so that when the time comes for the neighbor to list, they're like, oh, you should talk to so-and-so because I got this mailer and they really worked hard and did a great job. You know what's better than one postcard? Two. You know what's better than two? Three. That's the idea. Now, if you are farming an area, maybe you're sending out postcards on a regular basis, great, you're already warming it up. It's a seasoned audience, so to speak. So you can get away with less, but you don't have to. And if you're distributing a printed newsletter or a market report of some type that you send out to your geographic farm area, then include your listings in it. Have a section of just listed, just sold. Again, it's about positioning yourself as an active working listing agent so that when the time comes for folks, they think of you. Finally, this conversation couldn't be complete if I didn't talk about email. Email is the GOAT, the greatest of all time when it comes to marketing channels. 
You should obviously be leveraging email when it comes to marketing your listings, but how are you leveraging email in terms of marketing your listings in a way that attracts more listings? You see what a lot of brokers do is they purchase all the agents contact info and they cold blast email all the agents, open house, price adjustment, new listing. And that's, I'm not here to judge that. I'm just saying, are you leveraging email with the consumer? Now I'm not advising that you go buy a list and email people. It's one thing to buy a list of contact information and target with paid ads. That's, that's a little bit different. It's a lot different than cold emailing a bunch of strangers. I'm a big fan of permission-based marketing and email is one of those lines you don't cross without permission in my opinion. So I'm going to assume something. I'm going to assume that like me, you know that email is freaking awesome and you're leveraging it as a marketing channel in your business to build your brand, to attract business. In fact, I'm going to guess you're sending out a weekly newsletter of some type to your entire database. Again, permission-based marketing. They have opted in to receive your emails. I'm talking like a Matt Curtis, the number one real estate team in Alabama kind of email, whereby he sends a weekly real estate roundup to his entire database. Again, it is permission-based marketing. They've opted in. And over his years and his career, he's generated a very sizable email list and he sends them all a weekly roundup. And that roundup has multiple sections of content, value packed content. It's not canned. It's not the kind of stuff people are like, get that away from me. I don't want to see it. It's good content. His open rate, his click through rate, all of his metrics are really spot on. Why? Because he gives value and people like value. His email includes featured videos that he's created and posted on YouTube and social media and so forth that talk about the market and give knowledge and information to the consumer. It's good stuff. He has sections in his newsletter that talk about local happenings and he's creating blogs on his website that position him as somebody who really cares about the community. In his newsletter, he even includes rotating offers whereby he does seller seminars or buyer seminars and gives back to his entire database. His email is jam-packed with great information. Do you know what else is in that email campaign? Every week, he's got a section called Featured Listings, and it includes three of his listings at all times. And you know who cares about that a lot? The sellers do. The sellers want to see their listings in there because they know that email is coming to inboxes every week, and it creates results. In fact, when Matt goes on listing appointments, he has sellers saying, hey, I want to make sure my listing gets in your email because to them, it's a big deal. Don't tell me that's not having an impact in terms of creating an association that Matt is an active, busy, trustworthy listing agent with whom you would want to hire, you would want to work because he's the best in the business. What I'm trying to communicate to you is it's not just a blast, just listed kind of an email. Instead, I'm assuming you're taking email seriously as a marketing channel and you're using it to nurture your database and your leads. And within that, you're also integrating and featuring your listings as part of it, a section of the newsletter. Because by doing that, it does the same as all the other channels we just explored. It helps to create association. You're a listing agent, you're listing properties. Oh wow, properties, 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 not ad nauseum, but just enough. Still giving value, you're still the knowledge broker, but enough to be on every prospective seller's radar. That's the objective, that's the prerogative. You may be thinking right now, wow, this is going to be a serious commitment. It's not just about leveraging the listing. It's about establishing marketing channels so that I can leverage the listing when the opportunity presents itself. I want you to get more listings. 
I want you to make inventory where there is no inventory because everybody wins. When there is no inventory, buyers have nothing to buy. It makes sellers not want to sell because where are they going to buy? And everything goes in gridlock. You and I both know that when a listing comes on the market, there are others who are watching and thinking maybe we should sell too. The question is, are they thinking about you as their listing agent? And that's a question of whether or not you positioned yourself appropriately as their listing agent of choice. And one of the best ways to do that is to leverage your listings in a way that gets more listings to market them, whereby you position yourself as the listing agent. Everybody wins. You get more listings. The seller gets more exposure to more buyers and it creates more listings, which means more opportunities for more buyers. Everybody wins. So do the work, leverage the listings. And hey, I'm curious, what did we miss? What are you doing with your listings that's getting more listings? Throw it in the comments and let's get a massive brainstorm and let's change the tide of inventory in all of our different marketplaces. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.